Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Jackie Robinson's statue found destroyed in South Wichita Park. We have the story. Two people injured in a car motorcycle crash near Bradley Fair. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. A teenage suspect charged in the deaths of two Wichita teens. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. Yesterday we hit 65 for the high in Wichita. Today may be even warmer. Our complete forecast and what to expect is coming up. Two persons injured, one critically Tuesday night when a motorcycle and a car collided at 17th and Rock in East Wichita. Police say a 40-year-old man, the motorcycle rider, was hospitalized in critical condition. The 75-year-old woman driving the car hospitalized in fair condition. Fire crews found the burned bronze remnants of a prized statue of Jack Rob- Jackie Robinson that was stolen last week from McAdams Park in North Wichita. The fire department received a call yesterday morning about a trash can on fire in Garvey Park in the south part of town and discovered what appeared to be pieces of the statue, honoring the first player to break Major League Baseball's color barrier in 1947. League 42 founder Bob Lutz says it's a result they'd been dreading. Obviously, this is not the... Uh result we wanted but it is a result and now we can move on we know what's ahead of us we know we're gonna uh, incorporate a brand new statue that looks exactly like uh, the old one league 42 commissioned the statue as a symbol of its baseball program for youth police say they are conferring with the prosecutor's office vowing that there will be arrests a fundraising effort is now underway to replace the statue A Wichita teenager has been charged in the death of two other teens. The 14-year-old has been charged with two counts of first-degree murder in the deaths of 14-year-old Almani Sears and 19-year-old Jaquez Roberts. The case is being tried in juvenile court, so the boy's name has not been released. An 18-year-old was also arrested on suspicion of first-degree murder. Those charges are still pending. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The House Homeland Security Committee has approved articles of impeachment for the Homeland Security Secretary. 
House Republicans can only afford to lose two votes if they're serious about impeaching the Secretary of Homeland Security over crisis at the border. With more than six million migrant encounters at the southwest border, as reported by Border Patrol, and more than two million gotaways since President Biden took office, a House committee held a final argument over impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas on Tuesday. Texas Republican Congressman Michael McCall said the president's own solicitor general once said, Impeachment is the proper remedy for dramatic abdication of statutory responsibility. Now, New York Democratic Congressman Dan Goldman argued. Notably, the impeachment clause is not designed to remove bad policy from the office. He accused House Republicans of blocking negotiations over border legislation meant to address the crisis. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. President Biden has made a decision on how to respond to the deadly attack on U.S. troops in Jordan. Fox's Bill Malusian has more. The whole world is on edge right now, waiting to see how the U.S. is going to respond to the killing of three American soldiers. And President Biden said he has made his decision on what that response will be, but he doesn't want a war. I don't think we need a wider war in the Middle East. That's not what I'm looking for. And the president is making his decision after three U.S. Army soldiers were killed in a drone attack in Jordan over the weekend at the remote Tower 22 outpost near the Syrian border. Iranian-backed militias are believed to be behind that attack. The fallen American soldiers have been ID'd as Sergeant William Rivers, Specialist Kennedy Sanders, and Specialist Brianna Moffitt, all from Georgia. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby says the U.S. response will come in phases, but he would not explicitly... To preview those details. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Wichita State basketball on the road tonight, heading down to Tulsa. We'll hear from Coach Mills coming up in sports. Has Amelia Earhart's plane been found? That story and more news just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 7.08 on this Wednesday morning, eight minutes past 7 o'clock. Utah has become the latest state to prohibit diversity training, hiring, and inclusion programs at universities and in state government. The measure signed into law Tuesday by Republican Governor Spencer Cox passed the state, House, and Senate by wide party-line majorities, and Cox previously voiced his support. The new law will bar universities and government from having offices dedicated to promoting diversity. A well-intentioned program designed to attract teachers to Oklahoma is now asking them to pay it all back. The Oklahoma State Department of Education offering bonuses to teachers to fill the most difficult positions, including early elementary and special education. The error came when the state paid out the bonuses in a lump sum. This wasn't a small sum, up to $50,000 sent to qualified applicants. The Oklahoma Watch now reports some of these teachers have been asked to pay back the state the bonuses, which range from 15000 up to the fifty grand. Now the Oklahoma legislature is trying to overhaul the program so that the money won't be paid out all at once and to put in more rigorous screening process. By the way, teacher pay in Oklahoma ranks 38th in the country, according to the National Education Association. John Saucier, Fox News. Decades after she vanished, researchers believe they may have found Amelia Earhart's long-lost plane. The team from Ocean Exploration Company Deep Sea Vision released a sonar image showing what they think is the outline of Earhart's Lockheed Electra aircraft. Earhart and her navigator Fred Noonan took off from Papua New Guinea in July 1937 for a flight around the world when the plane vanished in the Pacific. Using a high-tech submersible, the team searched thousands of miles of seafloor when they found an object more than three miles below the surface. The group plans to return with remote-controlled underwater vehicles to try and get better pictures to confirm its identity. 
Ted Lindner, Fox News. Vandalism in northern New Jersey. Fans of pepperoni pizza aren't going to like this story. A woman in Manville, 45 miles southwest of New York City, made a bizarre discovery this week. Slices of pepperoni sprinkled outside her home and on her car. Heather Doherty says she's trying to figure out who goes around in the middle of the night and cuts pepperoni into slices and throws it on people's property. Doherty says she's identified the culprits, but cops are still investigating. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. KNSS News Time, 7-11, 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. Right now in traffic, continue to watch out for uh, some heavier traffic volumes and a potential slowdown. This is a stalled-out vehicle, westbound Kellogg, right around Oliver. For a slowdown in the area, traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Well, it's a taste of spring. Will it continue? Let's check the forecast, the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Jack Maney. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Stephen. Ted, I hope you all are enjoying this nice weather we've had the last couple of days. Absolutely. Oh, we sure are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the kind of day that you just have to spend a little time outside. It just doesn't get this nice that often. And we're going to keep it going into today, into today as we start out this morning with temperatures in the 30s. A little chilly out the door, but with plenty of bright sunshine all day long. That'll carry us up into the 50s by the, by the lunch hour and for the afternoon high, expecting about 66 degrees in which it's all light winds, clear skies. Just enjoy that. It's going to feel real nice. But later on in the day, we'll see an increase in cloud That'll help to actually keep our temperatures a little warmer overnight with lows in the 40s. And then tomorrow, continuing to capitalize on that as we'll start out in the 40s, warming up to near 70 degrees for your Thursday. But that's going to be, we're going to bring an end to this nice, calm, warm spell because another storm system is on the way by Friday, increasing cloud cover and rain chances really get going Friday night into Saturday morning. Looks like a solid wave of rain is expected. And that could hang around for a couple of days through the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, both looking pretty soggy and temperatures going to be cooling down into the lower 50s maybe some upper 40s but not looking at any kind of an arctic blast or anything of that nature going to be just more of a general cool down a little bit closer to average and into next week it looks like temperatures will stay a little bit milder a little bit cooler but not going to be cooling down too much with highs expected in the 50s through much of next week another storm system might be possible around wednesday or thursday you know the average high uh, around this time of the year about 45 46 degrees somewhere in there then yeah, so today we're going to be about a full 20 degrees above that, maybe even 25 degrees above normal coming up for tomorrow. It's going to hey be now. real warm. <laughs> nice. So what do we got right now? What's our, what's our current condition? Current conditions in Wichita, it's 35 degrees with clear skies and light winds. All right. Thank you, Jack. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Jack Maney. Stephen Ted of the morning here, 613 on this uh, Wednesday morning, last day of January, the 31st. And we had a great, if you were out, and I hope you were outside a little bit yesterday, beautiful, sunny day, a high of 65 degrees. Wow. Normal high, 45. You get out at all, Ted? Quite the, oh, yeah, quite the extremes we've had here in the month of January. We had some bone-cold temperatures for a couple weeks, and now we're finishing the month. And undoubtedly. Two and a half months ahead of schedule for what the temperature is. We're going to get a little more of that cold coming in, maybe some Oh, of course. It's only... We're just starting February tomorrow, for crying out loud. Stephen's head in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, January 31st, on this date in 1865, the U.S. House of Representatives joined the Senate in passing the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution abolishing slavery and then sending it to states for ratification. 
The amendment was adopted in December of 1865. The, what did I say? 13th Amendment. Mm-hmm. All right, birthdays today. Justin Timberlake is 43. JT. JT. Often referred to, according to my information, as the Prince of Pop. Is that what you call him? Very, uh, no. I don't know. The, uh, I don't know still much. pretty good for a former Mouseketeer. Yeah. Oh, was he a Mouseketeer? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's good training ground there. Yep. Those mouse ears. Next thing you do, he could be the, the next male Annette Funicello. He's big time, man. Yeah. Well, travelers in northwestern Minnesota can shake off their trepidation about hitting the winter roads knowing Taylor Drift is clearing a path ahead of them. <laughs> the snowplow named for Taylor Swift was the runaway winner of Minnesota's fourth annual Name a Snowplow contest with eight new names announced Tuesday. Taylor Drift received over 12,000 votes, nearly twice as many as a second-place finisher, Clark W. Blizzwald. <laughs> <laughs> Honoring the star character of the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. In order of votes received, the other winners out of 49 finalists were Dolly Plowton. Uh, that should have two shovels in front. Wipahinty. That's a Dakota word for snowplow, I guess. Uh, Beyonce. Not Beyonce. Hey. You're killing me, squalls. You're killing me, squalls. Then he had his squalls. You're, you're killing me, squalls. Uh, fast and Furious. Fast and Flurious. Yeah, there you mm. go. And Barbie's Dream Plow. plow. <laughs> Previous winners over the years uh, in Minnesota include uh, Plowy McPlowface, Darth Blader, <laughs> Blizzard of Oz, <laughs> Scoop Dog. Nah, that may be my favorite. And Hans Nolo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, having a lot of fun with those snowplows up in Minnesota. How about that? Speaking of Minnesota, here's your factoid for the day. Do you know that we have received twice as much snow this winter than has Minneapolis, Minnesota? Oh, really? That's a fluke. We've had 16 inches in Wichita this year. Minneapolis has had seven Hmm. the entire winter so far. Okay. Uh, Do you know anything about Neuralink? Nope. Nope. The, I don't want it in my brain. The neurotechnology company founded by billionaire Elon Musk has completed its first brain chip implant in a human subject. Great. Musk announced the development on X, saying the patient received an implant known as telepathy on January 28th and is recovering well. Telepathy, a wireless brain-computer interface, enables control of your phone or computer and through them almost any device just by thinking, must explain. Must That's explain. creepy. Yeah, more on that on KNSSRadio.com. So uh, let me get this straight. I'm not smart enough to have one of these things, I don't think. But uh, So I just think, uh, open the car door. I didn't have to say it, right? I guess if this chip works like they think it does. So what about uh, just telepath- telepathically saying Dad could... Jad could operate that board over there without touching it. Maybe. If if the board's hooked up to his computer chip. And if it came from a company that didn't blow up rockets all the time, you know, I might consider it. Sounds like a great plan. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that's Neuralink, and it's coming from Elon Musk, so it's got to be good, right? 718 now, Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time with, I'm I'm thinking, who is it with? (laughs) 
Ted Woodward. Let's get going with uh, the Super Bowl, of course, pro football. We are 11 days out from the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers. You'll hear the game right here on KNSS in 11 days. Of course, the Chiefs, uh, at one point in the regular season, things looked like they were kind of falling apart. But Chiefs head coach Andy Reid said the, the players got in the right frame of mind and got things turned around. Yeah, listen, I, I give it uh you know, the Pat Mahomes, the Travis Kelsey's, the Chris Joneses, the players, uh, that locker room, when you've been there uh, and you understand the urgency that it takes to get there, um, then you up your game. I mean, that's just what you do. And I, I think after my man Pierce out there, the Raiders kicked our tail, um, it woke us up and, um, and, and said, hey, listen, we need to. We need to take our game up here a notch, or, or we're not going to stand a chance here, whether we, to get in the playoffs and or uh, to win in the playoffs. So uh, those guys took care of business. They just they got everybody rallied everybody around them and uh, said, "Here we go." Good things happened. Sure did. The Chiefs and the 49ers in the Super Bowl eleven days out. It'll be right here on KNSS. College men's basketball, Wichita State men and women are both on the road tonight. The Shocker men visiting Tulsa. Shocker head coach Paul Mills talks about the matchup and what Tulsa's got going. They try to speed you up. They've scored 85. Other teams have scored 88 uh, against them during these last five games. So they do not mind playing fast, and, and we don't want this to come down to who shoots the three ball better. Uh, that That's what we don't want. And so we're going to have to have a, a – a bit of a physical presence uh, in, in order to make sure we find ourselves on the right side of this. Shocks at Tulsa. Live coverage of Shocker basketball at 5 p.m. The game will tip off at 6 o'clock this evening in Tulsa. Listen to the Shocks on 103.7 KEYN. The Wichita State women are in Philadelphia taking on Temple tonight. Steve Strain will have live coverage of the Shocker ladies at 5.45 p.m., and that is on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Shocker women looking for their first road win of the season. After the Shocker women, we have Juco men's basketball. 22nd ranked Butler Community College. Out on the road, out in Liberal, taking on Seward County. Butler's won five of six. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of the Butler Grizzlies at 8 o'clock tonight. And that's over on KFH. College men's basketball last night in Manhattan. Rough night for K-State. They lose to 23rd-ranked Oklahoma by 20 points, 73-53. Season-low 30% shooting on the game for K-State last night. The Wildcats have lost three straight, and it was a struggle again last night. And in Lawrence, better result for the home team. Eighth-ranked Kansas easily over Oklahoma State, 83-54. As KU has won 16 straight games on home court, Jayhawks improved to 17 and 4 on the season. In the NBA last night, the Golden State Warriors win at home, beat Philadelphia 76ers 119 to 107. Huge night for the Golden State Warriors. Starting forward, former Kansas Jayhawk Andrew Wiggins, 23 points, five rebounds, four assists, three steals, eight of ten shooting, six of six from the free throw line. Wiggins was on point last that? night. Golden yeah. State snapping a two-game losing streak. Warriors are a game and a half back for a playoff spot. And what was the big sports headline in Wichita 90 years ago on this day? 90 years, 90 years ago. What year would that be? 1934. Huh. Coming uh, up with plans baseball. for a new sports stadium. Baseball. If 
Civil Works Administration money becomes available. Ah, late Lawrence? And it is part of the New Deal. That became Lawrence Stadium. So, yeah, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Want it, they want a baseball stadium, but not until government money is part of the part of the deal. And that's exactly go. what happened. There you go. That was 90 years ago. Hey, Sports with Steve and Ted brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center, a safe healing environment for caring employees fully understand recovery from addiction. Bel Air Recovery Center, they improve the lives they touch. Keep it here for a house call for health. Can gene therapy be used to restore hearing? That's coming up with Steve at 10 of the morning here on KNSS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 on a Wednesday morning, 35 degrees. The burned and cut up remains of the bronze statue of Major League legend Jackie Robinson recovered Tuesday morning in Garvey Park in South Wichita. The statue was stolen last week from McAdams Park in North Wichita. It was a symbol of League 42, a baseball program for youth. Organizers say they now can move forward to work on funding a replacement of the statue. Police are still looking at leads in the theft, and Chief Joseph Sullivan had this to say to those involved. For those of you who are in any way involved in this, that means whether you are involved with stealing the statue, whether or not you accepted the statue, you were part of the destruction of the statue, it is only a matter of time. It would be in your best interest to simply turn yourself in. A fundraising effort is now underway to replace the statue. This week, local officials from Wichita met with their elected representatives in Topeka. The main topic, a new one-stop facility to serve Wichita's homeless. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News. Wichita in particular is disproportionately bearing a burden of responsibility for the state because we do have some services here, albeit they're not adequate services yet. We, we need more work. What we're asking is the state to partner with us on the infrastructure piece of it, the shelter piece, congregate, non-congregate shelter, and then the operations will leave to the uh, city of Wichita, nonprofit community, faith community. It's an all-in effort from all uh, forms of government and all the nonprofits and all the organizations and, and the entire community here in order to make progress. Beatty commented during his weekly appearance on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. A decision from a judge is expected in the New York civil fraud case against former President Trump. 
New York Attorney General Letitia James seeks a $370 million judgment against former President Trump. Judge Arthur Ngoron, when the trial began last fall, set the end of January as when he intended to rule on the case. Former President Trump, since the opening stages, has lashed out at the judge, State Attorney General James, and others, claiming the trial is, as he put it, a witch hunt. Any high-dollar decision is expected to be appealed. As that happens, a decision to end his ability to do business in New York will be put on hold. Gernal Scott, Fox News. The Department of Justice is opening an investigation into Missouri Congresswoman Cori Bush for allegedly misusing funds. Fox's Marianne Rafferty reports. Squad member Cori Bush has been an ardent supporter of defunding the police, but now she's under fire for where the roughly $500,000 plus that she's used to pay for private protection came from. The Justice Department announcing has opened a probe of the Missouri Congresswoman. She's been accused of misusing campaign funds to hire private security that even included her husband. Fox News reported in October of 2022 that Bush spent nearly half a million dollars of campaign funds on private security, according to Federal Election Commission records. She has denied the claims, pointing at right-wing organizations for launching baseless complaints. A Pennsylvania man has been arrested in connection to the beheading of his father. Police in Middletown getting a call last night and finding the body of the victim in a bathroom beheaded. Detectives locating a person of interest in connection to the murder about two hours away at a National Guard training facility in Lebanon County. That person was taken into custody and is believed to be the man's 33-year-old son. Police describe it as a suspicious death and it remains under investigation. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The stretch of nice, quiet weather continues with spring-like conditions expected by this afternoon and near record high temperatures tomorrow. It'll be sunny and breezy. We will likely reach the low 60s by the time we head to lunch. 68 for the high this afternoon. Party cloudy and 46 overnight. Thursday's high 71. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now clear sky, 35 degrees. We have an east wind at 3 miles per hour at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Today is January 31st, 2024. Uh, last day of the month on this date in 1919. Uh, baseball Hall of Famer Jackie Robinson was born in Cairo, Georgia. You've been listening to the news the last couple of days. You know about the statue that has been recovered in pieces and uh, coming up here in just over a half hour we'll talk with uh, with uh, Bob Lucas who is uh, the guy who started League 42 and has a radio show on our sister station KFH in the afternoon with his son from 2 to 4 and we'll talk with him about what's going to happen next replacing that statue at McAdams Park in North Wichita tragic that uh, something like that would happen but uh, yeah, it's go. an awful thing an awful thing that uh, I would say we're probably going to get. Uh, I would probably I would estimate he's going to get some good backing to do to redo it. I believe Plenty so. Of There's I a lot of goodwill gonna, coming their way. There are people who want to help to make uh, make a better situation out of a terrible situation. Bob was he wrote for the paper for, for how many years was he a sports writer? Decades, a long time. And then he got into radio a few years ago, and then he and he and his son Jeff do this show in the afternoon. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good show. Yep, it's always a good listen. Uh, and he's got to become a radio guy. make me laugh. There you go. So if they can do that, that's good. So we'll talk with, uh, talk with Bob here in just, just a few minutes this morning.
Uh, I want to talk about jobs for a little bit, Ted. Uh, I've got a report here. Let me grab it real quick. The U.S. saw a bump in job openings for December. Nine million job openings were posted in December, an increase from November's 8.9 million, just a little bit. But while this is seemingly good news, layoffs also rose in December. So mm. that seems seasonal. They brought them on and took them off real quick. Sounds to me like for for the Christmas season. But anyway, what is a job? Well, it's not surprising. Every seems like everywhere you go, everybody's short-staffed. That's what I was going to say. Was I, I don't know the last time I went to a business where it seemed like they were at full staffing levels. <clears throat> well. It's a job situation. That's what I want to talk about. It's just it's a, it's a very strange situation. We're at uh, three three some percent employment, which I've always been told four percent is full full employment four percent, and we've been at uh, under under that for a couple of years now. And I think we're just getting the right people in the right jobs. I guess is what what needs to be done. We're going to have a lot of jobs opening up here in Wichita. In fact, we got them open right now. The aircraft plants in different places say, "Hey, we need people to come to work." Yep. Law enforcement, the mm-hmm. health the healthcare mm-hmm. field, and as we talked to uh, Sedgwick County uh, Commission Chair uh, Ryan uh, Beatty yesterday, he was saying that new uh, um, psych hospital down on the southwest part of town is going to need 100 to 120 people. Yeah, there's another and they 100 still, plus facility opening up. Yeah, so you know I, I don't know what the answer is. We, we <laughs> I'm not I'm not ready to start a new career doing anything. You're not going anywhere, so uh, there you go. And, and that's going to be a problem for us, but we can solve it. 738, Stephen Ted. <coughs> Excuse me. How about that Facebook? Uh, saw the Facebook uh, where you were talking about your 29th, 29th anniversary? Mm-hmm. was yesterday here at KNSS. Yes. And uh, I got a lot of nice response. You got some, I saw some of them. Uh, it's all of them. All of them. Yeah, you got a lot of good support there. A lot of people... Appreciate what you've been doing here for the past three decades. Seem like three decades. <laughs> uh, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. You know, you know. It seems like it seems like a long time. It's been a long time ago. But I'm just uh, a young pup when I started doing this in my twenties. Yeah, but you know, it's the time has passed pretty quickly. I think we are at uh, this is by the way, Stephen Ted Show number six thousand six hundred sixty six hundred today. Oh. 6,600 6, on the odometer. Man. You and me for 23 years, 24 years. 24. So, yep. Well, yeah. Uh, a good offering on Facebook and a nice picture you put on there. And the folks were just gushing about what a, what a wonderful radio person you are. And you started out on the print side as well. When you uh, wait a minute, we've been starting, we've been doing it since 98. So 98. we're at 27 years. I'm sorry. I'm, I miss, uh, no, 26. 26, 26 yeah. 26. Whoa. Wow. Well, see, I've, I had a career before that. I was in for about 24 or five years before that. Yeah. This you've, is my been, se- you've been at it my second round. Long time. Yeah. I don't think before that I'd ever worked with anybody uh, uh, in doing a morning show with anybody other more than about four years, four years, maybe five. It's just not done. Um, the, the teams come and they go. And they're hot for a, for a couple of years and then they're gone. But we're going on. Yeah, I was. N- we were never hot for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. We've been Luke simmering on the back burner, <laughs> room temperature for twenty six years. Luke Warren waiting, waiting for something. That's, to that's our key. Come we on. never had a hot period. <laughs> we uh, won a Marconi Award for goodness' sake. Well, now that's uh, that's a pretty good deal. That was pretty, Mar- that's pretty sweet. Yep. 
And, we you know, we've got made a bunch of great friends like Mitch Holtis, the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Is he going to be with us Friday? I believe so. Don't have a game till the Friday or the week after that. That'd be nice. Talk to Mitch about what's going on with the Chiefs. Really exciting there. That was a good, a great deal. I thought just a few years ago, when we finally got uh, we got the Chiefs signed up to be on the radio with us here at KNSS. Yeah, for many years great. they were elsewhere. We were finally able to get them over here, and now I think this is our sixth year with the Chiefs. And guess what? They've been to the conference title game ever since they came over to KNSS. Yeah. As soon as we started broadcasting every games, year, they took off. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just fate. All right, Ted, well, congratulations as you begin your 30th year on the radio. Oh, my gosh. Here at KNSS. And I think some great things are going to happen this year. They already started. And, uh, again, congratulations. And uh, to all those people who put something nice on the Facebook, thanks for doing that as well. Yeah. 741 now, Steve and Ted, coming up the Wichita Business Journal update this morning. Retired B-1 bomber has a new home at Wichita State University. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS, 746 here on this last day of January. Three big things. Three. 14-year-old Wichita boy charged with the murders of two other teens. Two. A man seriously injured when he was attacked by two pit bulldogs while walking in East Wichita. One. Jackie Robinson's statue found burned and dismantled in South Wichita Park. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Okay, we have a traffic accident. This uh, just happened not too long ago. It is southbound on I-235, kind of north of the Zoo Boulevard area, uh, right around uh, right around the 21st Street area, so between 25th and Zoo Boulevard. Uh, we've had a traffic accident. It is affecting southbound right there. Uh, however, I am seeing that uh, northbound as well, just really heavy traffic, and so... Uh, things could slow down northbound as well, but this again is uh, affecting southbound I-235 north of Zoo. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Sunny today with a high of 67 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight, the overnight low 46. Then for Thursday, mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 70 degrees. Now clear, 35 degrees. We have an east wind at 3 miles per hour. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Find the comfort of a hat to express your personality. Go to Hatman Jacks and find your own style. See why people from around the nation make Hatman Jacks their destination. At the clock tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks. Boeing stocks closed lower Tuesday on Wall Street. Stocks finishing mixed following a mixed crop of earnings reports and as investors await a Fed decision on interest rates, which comes down on Wednesday afternoon. Shares of United Parcel Service fell over 7%. The package giant posted fourth quarter revenue that missed estimates and issued a downbeat 2024 revenue forecast. And shares of JetBlue Airways fell over 4% after the carrier posted a smaller than expected loss for its fourth quarter, but issued disappointing first quarter revenue guidance. The Dow winners, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase, and Visa. The Dow decliners, Apple, Microsoft, and Boeing. The Dow up 134 points for its fourth record close. The Nasdaq down 118. S&P 500 down three. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. And Boeing has just issued a report on fourth quarter results that topped expectations, but the plane makers suspended 
its 2024 guidance as it continues to deal with the fallout from that accident involving the 737-9 MAX for the quarter. Boeing reported top-line revenue of $22 billion versus uh, just over $21 billion expected. That's according to Bloomberg consensus, consensus estimates. Local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. The U.S. Air Force Midnight Prowler had an engine failure two years ago. Its flying days are now over, but the aircraft has a new life in the air capital. The B-1 bomber traveled from Dias Air Force Base, Texas, last week on an 18-wheeler here to Wichita State University's National Institute for Aviation Research. Last week, the Air Force increased its B-1 partnership with NIAR, doubling its contract to $200 million. The bomber will serve as a prototype for NIAR's research, enabling the crew to have a hands-on experience testing prototypes and new parts and repairs. Simmons Bank is out of the building that bears its name in Wilson Estates Office Park. But it won't be long before it has a new branch in one of downtown Wichita's most prominent locations. The Arkansas-based bank confirmed to the Business Journal that it plans to wrap construction by the end of 2024 on a new 15,000-square-foot branch location at 701 East Douglas in historic Union Station. This comes after Simmons Bank earlier this month closed its longtime branch at 8415 East 21st. After a quarter century in Hayesville, Armstrong Chamberlain is heading to new headquarters near downtown Wichita. The strategic marketing firm is targeting March 1st to move into its new offices inside the old Red Cross building at 1900 East Douglas in the Douglas Design District. Armstrong Chamberlain President Belinda Atterbury said the pandemic and her team's work experiences during that time shed a fresh light on what an ideal office space could be for the firm. It's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Samsung Electronics has reported an annual 34% decline in operating profit for the last quarter as sluggish demands for its TVs and other consumer electronics products offset hard-won gains from a slowly recovering computer chip market. And UPS will cut 12,000 jobs. Oof. And they've released a revenue outlook for this year that uh, sent its shares down sharply Ooh. yesterday. The company also hinted that... Uh, its coyote truckload brokerage business may be put up for sale. So lots going on in the economy right now, Ted, at the end of the, the end of January. <coughs> Excuse me. Today is National Hot Chocolate Day. Bingo. Yeah. Warms up people across the country by celebrating the timeless cold weather beverage. Hot chocolate is a warm beverage made with ground chocolate, heated milk or water, and sugar. I tell you, you really I'll, have to explain to us what hot chocolate yeah, is. Yeah, I have to explain to you. I loved this drink when I was a kid. What happened? Well, I switched to coffee. Oh, I've not had, me. I haven't had a hot chocolate in years. I mean, do we have any of that down here in the in the uh, supply cabinet? Mm. Hmm? Sometimes, not right now, I don't think, but sometimes. Well, we got coffee, but uh, we eat some hot chocolate down there. So, always enjoy a good cup of hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. So, well, you got the Shockers this weekend in basketball. They're going on the road, right, Ted? At Tulsa tonight. At Tulsa. Of course, that, that is a rivalry that goes back a long yeah, time. Yeah, it goes back to, yeah, World War II era. you got the two similar-sized uh, towns in Tulsa and Wichita, and uh, played them in football and basketball for years. And some of those old basketball game rivalries could, got to be pretty... Pretty intense. Very, yeah. Yeah. At times over the years, very intense rivalry. It's one of the main hockey rivalries the Thunder has. Mm-hmm. They, Tulsa they, Oilers. They, yeah. yeah. 
Have you ever been? To, you've been to Tulsa? Sure. Oh yes. I think I've nice really, town. I think I've really been through. It's the one of those towns once. that I go to. I said, I don't think I'd mind living here. No, it's uh, it's a pretty town physically, right? Yeah, they got yeah. a beautiful downtown area. They got yeah. a great baseball stadium. Wow, Tulsa. They got a lot of cultural amenities. It's a nice town. All right, so how's the season going? Uh, this is how many years have you been doing the, the uh, PA announcing off? This is the fourth year. It's my fourth year doing fourth Shocker year. basketball public address for the men. So what do you think? Has it been fun? You wouldn't be. You wouldn't it's be doing. It's been odd. Huh? I mean, I started out during it during the pandemic, and yes, I've been through a coaching change. Yes. <laughs> well, but you you're in radio. You're you're used to change all the oh, time. Oh, that's yeah, that's no problem. Something's always coming at you. How are the fans this year? Okay. The ones that show up are, are happy, I guess. All right. I don't know. I mean, the program is kind of starting over. You're in the first year of a coaching change, so things are. You're right. You know, and I, I, you know, it's been rough of late, but I look back and, you know, Mark Turgeon's first year was terrible. Sweet 16 eventually. Yeah. Mark, uh, Greg Marshall's first year was horrible. Ended up going to the Final Four. Look at volleyball coach Chris Lamb. His first year was awful. Took He's them to Sweet well. 16. So, yeah. you know, sometimes coach takes over, and that first year is just its obviously going to be rough. And the fans but are you always... think the, the, the arrow will be pointing up. Yeah, the fans are always a little impatient, I think. But uh, yeah, sometimes it takes time. It takes a little time. All right. Well, Most times it takes time. We hope for the best. Stephen Ted here on KNSS coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. We've got a lot planned for you this morning, including we're going to talk with Bob Lutz about uh, uh, League 42 and the statue. That's all coming up around... Oh, about 8.10 this morning. And we'll talk about that in our news. That's our top story. The Jackie Robinson statue found in a South Wichita park. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, we'll talk about, uh, of course, we'll talk about the Shockers on the road at Tulsa tonight. We'll hear from Coach Mills coming up in sports. And entertainment news, the blur, always fun there. Oh, yeah, we're 40 minutes out from entertainment news in the blur. Always great things going on there. Do not miss it. Plus traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour. Stay with us. Stephen Ted in the morning. On KNSS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.